I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. As always, I'm Ryan, joined by Tyler and Lou. And while we have a big episode today, we're going to start with the topic on everybody's mind, and that is PSA's new pricing, right? So for those of you that saw Monday they Monday morning, 12.01 Pacific time, they announced uh, some 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 changes in their in their pricing, right? Some prices went up quite a bit here, and it's left us uh, all talking about it. I know it's been the talk on social media in, in the card game for the last 24 to 36 hours, so... We're going to start with that. So, Ty, Lou, what are your uh, what are your initial thoughts here? First move. So, we've talked. It's long been talked about. Um, really, I go back to just kind of the when I first really started dabbling two and a half years ago. You know, and this grading. You know, you got okay Beckett and PSA. I remember SGC being at the national in the mix a little bit, and um. And this was when when that was happening. Trey Youngs were sixty bucks. You know, there was a time where Luca was eighty bucks. Luca was two hundred bucks. Luca was expensive at three fifty, four hundred bucks. You know, and then it was happening and happening. And we're sitting here now. Seven Lucas sold yesterday alone for fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars. Um, and then you know the mass media started to come in and, and, you know, outside peeps and, and, and really understanding what was happening, really the money, the capitalism nature of the market, you know, and, and right, you've been around through this entire process and, you know, new individuals, including myself being in that category. I don't take myself in that category came in and said, I can do this as a business. People that have, you know, run Amazon FPA or sneaker flippers or toy flippers, you know, this was all of a sudden like, wow, the returns in this are insane. You know, people were literally printing money. And um, and then what that led to is innovation. We'll get into that. New grading companies, a lot of different VC private equity saying, hey, how can we alter this a little bit? Still a subjective kind of service. And the value that just from the grading makes it so exponential, so insane. Um and and so then a, a steamed group, Nat and, and a, a crew of you know real players, goes in and and buys the company and takes them private, and this is their first move. You know this is Nat, a steam collector, and the dude that just bought the Mets, guy just bought the Mets, Cohen, and and had an epic press conference, got thrown around a little bit by the Bitcoin boys on on, on Twitter, Bitcoin boys and gals, but. He, you know, the Wall Street bets thing, but these are innovative folks. And this, I, I see this as, this is their first move, private company, a lot going on, a lot of social pressure. We don't know where our cards are. You know, why aren't you making me rich faster, more or less? You know, why aren't you guys helping my business? A lot of like it being about me, me, me. And uh, and so there was rumors and then boom, and they drop a, a price increase. And um I will say that even the energy that I just delivered, 
largely through the chatter, I don't, I haven't seen an overwhelming amount of like FPSA, like F them. I don't get this. Right. I, I haven't seen a lot of that. How about you guys yourself? How, how, have you, uh, what, what's been your general, the general takeaway I felt with people were like expected, but like, f- fuck this. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's coming from a place of, you know, people want to make as much money as possible. And like it, we were in the comments of our posts yesterday and I, I was just reading all of them and I was talking to some people in there and people were like, like everyone just is just throwing stuff at the wall. They're like, well, you can get a different grade. It's not AI grading. It's not good service time. It's like, well, that's great. But like you were getting $25 grading and you're into a card for a hundred bucks and you're selling it for three grand. Like that doesn't last forever. You can also be in the game and only do raw. And Ty, you brought up a point earlier and I have not forgot it. And it, 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 it is so true. It's like these companies are now realizing how much their brand matters, right? Like PS, like Lou said, you buy a card, like what's a Zion raw sell for? 150? PSA throws a 10 on it. It's 650, right? Like, and, and yeah, they sorry, they're not they letting you make $500. By what? Like you can still if you want to wait a year for that $500, that pretty much, or, you know, if it's a nine, what have you, the increase is less than 10% of that. Yeah. Again, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I sympathize with a lot of the comments that, yeah, sure. I would love, you know, as the price goes up, my cards to be back faster, right? If you're going to charge me more money, don't keep the cards for another, you know, two months, mm-hmm. get them back sooner. And I, I'm hoping that help, this helps with this. I think it's worth noting that Ty, you sent us to this, you sent us this, that Nat responded to, I don't know the, the guy's name. It was on Facebook, mm-hmm. but it was about PSA and it's, it's, it's a picture of his account. It says backlog is almost 10 million cards. Too many low end cards were clogging the system and people taking advantage of the low pricing. It says with where with where card prices have gone, especially in PSA holders, and with increased cost of salaries and expansion, we had to do it. I know it sucks, but was necessary. We're assuming that that DM is real, for the record. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. We're assuming this is real. Mm -hmm. Um, But assuming it is real, makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world. Makes sense. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking is like everyone can't talk out of both sides of their mouth. They can't be mad that there's a big backlog and then say. Well, if you're going to increase the prices, I want them back at this time. It's like, what do you think? The backlog just disappears. They got to catch up. They got all those cards and grading. They got to get sent in. And 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 let and let's be honest, you're not going to stop sending. No one's going to stop sending in cards. And the other thing is like, hey, like, oh no, you got to wait a year for your cards. Like, too bad. You don't want to pay the extra money. Too and, bad. And you got to wait. As a businesswoman or businessman, it's like. Why aren't you doing what's best for me? Yeah, it's like every, everyone wants everything. Have you know, it's like, to, always can't have everything. But but this is this is this is the way the hobby is now, right? Like you walk in, you like you go online, you're like, hey, I want to buy a, a box of Prism football. It's fifteen hundred dollars. You don't want Prism? They have blaster boxes for a hundred, right? It's no different in this, right? You want your card back in a month? They have that option. It's one hundred seventy five, one hundred eighty five dollars. You want your card back in a year? You know, you can pay that. It's $30. And yeah, they're receiving more, seemingly more cards a day than they're able to grade even after they've ramped up massive amount of staff cost, you know, operations, etc. And where I think this goes, which I'm incredibly excited about, and I'd like to go through here a little bit with you, 
is we've talked, we've had the conversations back at PSA, SGC, now HGA. I believe that this isn't this is an opportunity because what PSA is saying is this is about brand, right? This is about controlling their customer. It, I thought it was a what great goes into move. a PSA slab. That's exactly right. Uh, and and if you want it to be something that maybe doesn't make sense, and you want to take that, you know, base Kevin Huerter, you know, variation, whatever, and and slab it, cool. This is what it costs, and this is how long it's going to take. And if you want to go down the street and, and work with someone else, that's fine. And, and Ty, that's what I got from that, you know, the DM, and that's what I, my first thought was: is you know, this is going. Obviously, we grade a lot of cards through PSA. We do submissions, and one of the cards that I've seen a lot more than I expected to see is a second year DK Metcalf Prism. Those are the cards. That PSAs that are in PSAs backlog because the price is so cheap, right? You're spending eighteen dollars on a card that you only have a dollar in. It comes back at PSA ten. It's forty dollars, right? PSA saying, "Hey, wait a year. We'll tend this. You get twenty bucks." I mean, right? Some of them are going to get nines. Some of them are going to get tens. But you know, a nine you're still breaking even on most likely. It's probably a fifteen dollar card, twenty dollar card. Um, and then if he gets a ten, you know, you get forty bucks. So you buy ten of these for a dollar a piece. Yet you send in the best five. You get three tens and two nines and you made money, right? And over a year. And I think that's where the backlog's coming in. But I think, like you said, that that's going to lead to other opportunities for companies like SGC, right? SGC doesn't currently have a uh, a cap on submissions. That's why I say SGC. I think HGA is going to see an, a, more of a run up here. They've got a cap. I think it's about 2,400 weekly, right? Their, their stuff has got a lot of attention in the hobby with the subgrades, that they've got in a similar holder to PSA. They've got the color. Um, you know, you can design the kind of the slab there. I think that will gain some traction because if you, you know, the market still says we want graded cards. That That is not going to change. Yeah. So instead of getting a DK Metcalf Prism 10, you're likely going to get a DK Metcalf SGC 9.5 or an SGC 10. And I think in time that will raise the price of the PSA slab. Yeah. Right, because yeah. you're going to be paying a premium or waiting a lot longer to get that card back, and I think in time that will raise that. I think the SGC 10 is going to be more affordable to a lot of people, and they're like, "Hey, I'll take a DK Metcalf." This the other I want thing the is graded. that people are still like, if you think 10 days are going to be, you know, irrelevant now, like you're crazy. Do you know what when, whenever do we know when Prison Basketball is coming out? Great, three thirty one. So on on four three when the first Super Express Lamellos go in. You know what those Lamellos are going to do? A hundred They're going to go bananas. I told this to someone. I had this conversation with someone yesterday. People were like, well, you know, now I got to pay $100 to get my Lamello back. The card's like, going to be... You're going to spend $300 the card's gonna be, the card's to get your Lamello back. $900 off the rip. Yeah, I would assume the first month, those are about a 650 to 750 average consistently. I I thought it would be fun for us to uh, quickly just go through kind of the four, you know, or the other three grading services and just take a look at their site, talk for a second, because I think it's going to happen. And I think introducing a little bit, I'm excited personally, myself, I know Jason, one of our producers did a little HGA um, submission. We talk about the reps, we talk about knowledge, we talk about doing things simply to also experience and understand and learn. And I think, you know, I've I've only submitted cards 
before Lou, when we first kind of submitted, like again, two and a half years ago, and we were like, where are my cards? It was like seven weeks. We're like, what's going on? There was like 200 cards um, from PSA. I've only submitted kind of through you, Ryan, and and through PSA. Um, But I'm going to do a little share screen here and and dive into just the first, the HGA site. We'll do SGC. We'll do Beckett. Get a little bit of understanding of of their timelines and just how they are positioning themselves, I would say, is sweet. Um, And so here is... HGA, which stands for hybrid, the hybrid grading approach. Um, it's just HGA.com, I believe, or I Googled HGA grading. It comes hybrid grading, the best slabs on the market. Packing a punch for sure. Coming in hot. Land on the and, site, boom. Right away. That 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 catches your eyes. Where 10 days means 10 days. Yep. Um Pay by the day, not by card value. 10, 30, 60 day turnaround times available at reasonable rates. Um, let's see what else they say here. Consistent, accurate grading. Kind of doing a little something alluding to like an AI. I'm not sure what they use here. Well, that's um, been my understanding is that this is all computer graded. Interesting. So I would love to learn more about that if any of our listeners want to you know, reach out to us on, on Instagram yeah. or Twitter. Here we go. Here's here's a little uh, blurb. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow us to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. Each card is scanned at ultra high resolution. Scanner sees better than a magnifying glass and can pick up blemishes the size of a speck of dust. So, seems as if this is HGA is going into the you know we computer grade. Um, and again, this is just a bit of their their site, but here we are. Here is their pricing. Looks like the quickest turnaround time you can do is ten days. Fifty five bucks a card. Fifty five bucks a card, and and there's not kind of levels or caps on on value or anything like that. So the big thing here, though, is what Jason mentioned before we started the show is that they only submit like they only allow like twenty four hundred cards a week, mm. right? So. That's that's not a ton. I know we've mentioned this yep. before on the show, um, but again, ten days. Lou, we talked about this. Three thirty-one Prism comes out. That means the Friday is going to be what April second. That you pull the Mellow Ball Prism, that somebody's going to go on there on April second and submit five of those to HGA at For fifty-five sure. bucks a piece and try to get them back soon. And they might sell and do numbers. The thing I would say with this, in the same way that. SGC tried to do this as well, and they've now adjusted their approach, and that's awesome. And what they're and what HGA is doing is awesome. Number one, it's all fine and good to say ten days is ten days when you're limiting your the amount of of submissions you're allowed to do uh, every week, which is fine, and that's how they should scale up their company. But eventually, they're going to scale up their company, and they're not going to be able to maintain if the demand is what it is. Because if PSA, which was previously a publicly traded company up until two weeks ago, and if they can't keep up with submission times, there's no shot this company is going to be able to keep up with their times, number one. Number two, number two, the I, the, I like, the reason I like what they do with this 24 thing, it's like the, four, it's like the uh, fake rarity thing where it's like the sneaker release. That's what I was going to say. It's like a Nike release where you go on sneakers and it sells out. It's like, yo, bots oh, are going to be in like there. They like filled up, cooking, like HGA's like, yeah. popping and it's like 2,400 submissions is not a lot of submissions 
in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of life. I'm pumped. It's awesome. New company mm-hmm. is awesome. But like, let's not get confused about what it actually is. And it might work. There's def, you know, there's people that are definitely. Damn, you can see a couple of my play, plays. And I'm trying to twenty four hundred or not. I have a hard time believing that if they did, if they opened up to the public, there would not be a massive. Correct. Surge you know what happened? Ten days wouldn't be ten days anymore, right? Exactly, but I, that's why I like the fact that they keep it twenty four hundred cards because I I think this company that company has potential. Yes, but once they had to scale their I, business, I, that changes. We again, we just but we they have don't to have to. They don't, but but they do because every company scales. Ty, let's not pretend that company is on scale. We just have to. We just have to consider that, like with PSA now, the options to grade cards. Right, I, I mentioned this earlier. To you guys offline, and this is the question I've been asked, right? Let's let's say select football came out tomorrow, okay? You pull a Joe Burrow, just a base, just a, a concourse, uh, silver, right? You pull a Joe Burrow silver, and you want to get that graded, and you want it back before the start of the season. With PSA, you really have two, three, you have three real grading options, right? You've got about $175 or $185 a card. You have it back in about five to six weeks. You've got a $100 option, have it back anywhere from, you know, I don't know what current times are. I know they have that like through date on their website where it talks about it. We'll say five months uh, at, at, again, about a hundred bucks a card. Or you have the option to do, you know, $30, $25 to $30 and have it back in about, let's say, nine to 12 months. On that card, which option are you choosing? The majority answer I've gotten is $100 for about five months. That seems to be the consistent answer. But what happens when you change that to a Cam Akers select tie-dye at a 25? I wouldn't grade that. I think somebody would, and I think the, I think the market would. a lot wants, of people will. A lot of people would, right? Cam Akers, top couple running back in the, in the draft. Like, someone's like, hey, I want this card graded. Are you going to spend $30, get it back? Let's say, again, just be conservative. Let's say a year. You get it back after this season. You get it back next year at $30 PSA. Or you spend $100 and you have it back in five months. I don't think the average collector is going to choose either of those options. I think that's where you get the SGC, the HGA, someone like that that can have the card. HGA, 55 bucks, and you have it back in 10 days. <clears throat> the, uh, uh, we've, we've known this. We've always said this, and it'll remain to be true. The, the market will continue to be the market and its own engine and find efficiencies. Yep. And for now a a significant period of time there has been immense amount of inefficiencies in the collectible card market is what I would call it, right? It's why we're seeing Impel GI Joes like start to run because people it, it's all supply and demand and when what has happened is wait, you're telling me there's this service that just makes this card exponentially more valuable and I get to use it and I it, the the pay is this. Cool. And then boom, cat got out the bag. This happened. Now others are going to come in and offer the same thing because what has changed a bit is for a business and with the internet, and again, I'll go heady, but through HGA's supply constraints, through them being able to just build a website, have a warehouse, logistics, there's brand value in them like 100%. as well, right? So they don't need to just say, we need to compete immediately with PSA. We need to, you know, they just need to continuously day by day deliver 
on on what people might be frustrated in elsewhere or give them that option or opportunity and they can create a bit of that. And that's what's happening right now. And then if they are able to build some brand value, they can parlay it in many different ways. They can scale up like crazy, but maybe what if they just play the supreme of card grading and it's like, we only do 2,400 a week. Bots are going to get involved. Going to be backroom deals. The Nike um, kid that just got his mom canned is going to be God, like, you that, know, man. hanging out with the HGA team. There's going to be a lot going on. And also why shows are amazing. And if we talk about Wayne, not Wayne, going back to Dallas in 10 days, there's crazy inefficiencies at every card show. You can speak to that, Ryan. It's just like the the is it worth my time, energy, you know, switching things up here. You can find great inefficiencies at card shows. Mm-hmm. eBay is just open to the world, which is amazing, but you're probably going to have a tougher time finding deals, especially than you were two years ago. Because if you look at the data, there's just that much more demand. There's that many more people trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, my, 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 t- my takeaway from this whole discussion was this is not going to change the market's need for graded cards. Th- this doesn't change that at all. You might be more selective on what you send to PSA or how quickly you get it back, but PSA is still at the moment the one you look at for grading. Mm-hmm. I don't think that changes. I think Lou and Tyler would, would agree with that. Um, but I think this is going to open up opportunities for other companies, especially on the lower stuff that you want back sooner rather than later because of PSA's backlog makes it a little challenging to get that kind of stuff back sooner. That's why this price increase is here. I think, like I said, these, these other companies uh, ha- have more of a, uh, a shot on opportunities like that. But again, your point is well taken. And Lou mentioned it earlier with SGC, right? They said, hey, we can do these things that PSA can do. We can get you your cards back in five weeks. We can get you your cards back in 10 weeks. But then everyone's like, cool, let's do it. And you get this mass influx and then you're like, Hey, we actually can't do this. You know, you got to be able to deliver. Yeah. That's and that's, that's why, why people... brand, the brand is important. To, sure, to protect and hold up to. But but I th- I think to like your your point though. PSA has got the brand right, so you're not going to SGC for the brand recognition. You're going to SGC because they can do what PSA can't do in a five week period. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, it's going to cost me fifty bucks to get a card back in five weeks rather than one hundred and seventy five dollars in five weeks. I'll go to you if you can do it. Then everybody goes to it and they can't do it. And then five weeks becomes five months and they're like, hey, yeah, this is I think no we'll different. have a better answer to this mm-hmm. question in six weeks once HGA cards start getting out into eBay at scale. I feel like they're not really out there at scale yet. Can you check? Yeah. Like if there's like li- if there's limited options available right now, I don't think it's fair to say. Once there's a good amount of HGA cards out there in the marketplace, we can start comparing prices, then this is a, diff- a dip- different conversation. Because in the meantime, to be frank, like, um, even like Cam Akers, like you're saying I needed this Cam Akers select that I need to get graded, right? The only reason I would send it to HGA is because I need to flip it immediately. Because if I didn't care about flipping it, I would just send it to PSA still. So. Okay. So for the point of this conversation, then Lou, for everything we're talking about, you're going to flip it. You're going to grade. For the purpose gonna, of this conversation, gonna we're going to flip. Quick, awesome. Right? Then I think we need to wait six weeks to see what these so, prices look like. So Tyler, right there. Ty scroll, uh, you got some Lou Bobs. So, uh, Lou, you get a Luis, uh, Luis Robert Topps Chrome Rookie Refractor. I think PSA 10s do about 350, 400, 385. Uh, you get that card right now and you think it's clean. 
Where are you going to send it right now yeah. with what you know? How long I'm and what are you paying? The, whatever the $150 service level is or whatever. For sure. five months? Yeah. Five, six because months. I'm confident in Lubop. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about flipping a card immediately today. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. this makes uh, that I talked about this yesterday. You have to be smart about what you're doing. In you my can't just head, submit anything anymore. But so, but there's also people that again like this is business and Lou Bob is whatever like it they just want to grade it and move. Yes, and that, again why I say we need to wait six, in Bob, Yes, right? but we need to wait six weeks until we see what these cards are doing. Yeah, I'm excited. Generally, uh, it excites me. One we did not mention in this entire like that. Wait, real quick, that, is, that nine is five Beck- sold for seventy dollars? That's a gold. Yeah, yeah. So like a yeah. gold nine five Beckett is doing gold star. is at one fifty one with time left. So might be a play to make some HGA. Plays. Wait, Brian, I want you to hear that seventy dollars for a nine five HGA, and there's ten hours left on one, and it's at one fifty one. For HGA or for Beckett? What's a PSA 10 sell for? Are you sure it's gold? That's a gold star. That's different. There's gold star and gold? That's not... Yeah, the gold The gold is okay, numbered. Gold star. There are no Beckett gold stars. Okay, fine. I would like to do, I would like, to do like a little bit of like... Comparison? Apples, apples. The last BGS 9.5 Alubob uh, sold on the 12th for 120. On a 12 for 120. Yeah. Jason, it would be fun to do a piece of content where we take one card that is like well known. Maybe it's a tray, you know, base rookie, and across the four of them, like. Let's do that on a couple cards. I think that would be a good good thing to check. Yep. But. So you you were about to get into and say Beckett. We haven't really spoke about Beckett. Yeah. You know. Beckett's, if we're ranking them right now, let's be honest. Beckett's probably the number two. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the number two. Yep. You know, a Beckett, I was looking at this yesterday, Ty, you have, and I think you have to sign in to get their forms. Um, but it talks about like the Express, which is like three week turnaround time. Mm-hmm. You can do that for, I think, it, I think it's about 150 a card. You got to pay shipping there and back. I think if we were going to do it, it was going to be about 165 or so because um, you got to cover shipping both ways. But 165 a card, let's just say that for, for easy math, you're looking at three-week turnaround time roughly. That's about half of what PSA, you know, I think PSA is about five weeks out. So a little bit quicker, get it back at that price. Um, he said it's a standards five months. I think I PSA, th- though, on the five weeks, I think you're being incredibly generous. On Express? Yeah, I, I think, think ours are, at, are right around five, six weeks. I think they're longer. Okay. So that, that, I mean, if they are, it makes the conversation more intriguing, right? And mm-hmm. it, it's the same thing here, though. Like, if you look, Ty, it says standard, approximately five plus month. Isn't standard for Beckett like $55, $60? Because if PSAs is going to be 100 for the same time period, that's a pretty different cost. That's a pretty interesting yeah, cost Yeah, I will say, there. as the person who is the most anti-Beckett person going around, nine fives would become a little bit more interesting coming out of this conversation. For the price difference, yeah. especially. Agreed. Agreed. I've learned. I've learned. If you're listening, Beckett. I like these games. If you get to this point, tweet us at Card Talk Pod with your favorite gradings three initial service. PSA, 
BGS, SGC, HGA. Which initial do you like the most? L- l- let me ask you this, Ty, because this this is a let's leave the listeners for with this question. Zion PSA Zion Raw rookie sells for about 150, 160 from Prism right now. He's balling, by the way. Balling. Great, right? He is a player. A PSA. I've nine. historically said he's terrible. He's not gonna last five years in the league, man. Is big balling. A PSA nine does about 220, 10, 650. And now that you know about HGA, Beckett, SGC, PSA, you have a Zion Prism rookie right now at about 165. And Lou and Todd, I'd love to know what your guys' thoughts are. What are you doing with that card on PSA? At $100? I'm trying to ship it to HGA. Because if it doesn't get a 10, you're not you're losing money. I'm personally going uh, to HGA. Are we agreeing? After this conversation, I'm going to HGA. Lou, are you in agreement with that, though? Am I in agreement with what? Because if it doesn't get a 10, you're $100 in on a $165 card raw. You're losing $40. What do nines do? Nines, nines about 225 I would consider Beckett. So, I, I would I think, consider I Beckett. I would agree with you on that. I would probably go to PSA, but I would consider That's, Beckett. I, I think I agree with you. I'm going HGA for the learnings. Not yet. I'm going to HGA with a Zion. Yeah, hoops. It gets interesting. Fair, fair, fair. Premium. HGA yep. might be the, the 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 proper footy play, might be the, the soccer play. Stuff. The premium cards still need the premium companies. Might send all my Harvey Barnes rookies from last year's Prism set to HGA and just corner the Harvey Barnes HGA if got, market. If you got an hour at nine o'clock on a Friday to go on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Listen, sometimes I do. Why you have to be on Facebook? <laughs> I'm joking. This is like I'm some joking. like walled guard. <laughs> What? All right, so <laughs> that was our conversation about grading. I think we'll uh, we'll continue to talk about that on maybe some IG lives later this week. For sure, we um, can all hang on IG live now together. I did see that up to four people. I know we tried to do it yesterday. You you big time me. You it's like you got a shop to run or something. Me, me, me. I got a job. We do want to talk about uh. Next topic, though, is eBay bucks. Yep. So in addition to the PSA price increase, eBay announced yesterday uh, that they're removing the monthly 1% eBay bucks on mm-hmm. the accounts. Uh, initial mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Is kind of the same deal. It's like there's uh, the markets are maturing. And, and the comp- I was going to use comparison, but it's kind of like – I guess inflation-ish, but um, things change, and they the the one percent of buying for eBay bucks give back. I know and believe that they are working and making strides to innovate on the sneaker side of things. I've had many conversations of late about where eBay stands, and they have done many things for the sneaker reselling community to up their services based on the change in the marketplace. Uh, the free authentication to my understanding, no sales fee over $200. Like these, it takes time to get there. I believe, and we know this and we work directly with eBay. eBay is an amazing partner of this podcast with us. Full transparency. I have no idea what they're specifically up to, but I know that they are actively working 
to bring more value to both buyers and sellers on the platform for cards. That's what happens when demand and all of a sudden just increased eyeballs, both on increased action on both the seller and buyer side. And so they're just in, innovating on their business. You know, they've been the 1% on sales was something that was built and baked before, you know, we're like, they're like a thousand plus X up in terms of sales over the year. So again, business is business. And if you don't agree with it, why aren't you selling your Lucas for $550? Oh, because you can yeah, get you, can, you can't really say you you're can, surprised, right? It's like, you know, if you don't get 1% for buying on there, I mean, that it's the biggest buying platform there is, right? It's it's the place to, to buy and sell. Um, and again, with the managed payments now, you, you have the option to pay with a credit card. Mm-hmm. You can get cash back on that. Mm-hmm. Right, like I pay with my credit card on when anything I buy on eBay, so I get cash back on on my credit card. So um, yeah. it's just a different spot to get cash back. So you know, can't really say you know. Yeah, super, right super here. They, they also, had, which is neat, another kind of little partnership. You can also earn extra rewards through the eBay Mastercard, earning up to five x points on eBay purchases. Now through March eleventh, twenty twenty one, open a new eBay Mastercard, spend two fifty in the first thirty days, and receive a fifty dollars statement credit. Again, like asterisks that eBay has been an amazing partner and supporter of, of this podcast. Um, but it, it's just the same thing. We are going forth. The market is maturing. And don't, I, I don't want to say don't because I don't want to speak in that term. But think about maybe if you've come into the space like myself over the last three years and maybe someone that's been around for 10 years is like, has given you a little maybe negative attitude or made you feel a little bit uncomfortable for playing in the game. Don't then turn around and be the same person. That's like, Ooh, it was that way forever. And now. Blah, blah, blah. So I want to move. Uh, I do want to move on to the topic about the Lucas sale. Cause I think that's worth addressing. Mm. We've been very open on this podcast about talking about all of these record-breaking sales and i think this is one we 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 have to highlight from my understanding it's the second most expensive card ever sold on you know on record mm-hmm. just behind the the, the mantle mm-hmm. that recently sold um but 4.6 million dollars for the luca national treasures logo man 101 auto lou uh, you know you look no, I'm gassed. It's fire. Surprised? I mean, like, it, 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 it's the same. It's not the same. That's not true. It, it's interesting when everyone's like, oh, modern so bad, modern so bad. And then like the second biggest sale of all time is a 2018 Luca. Granted, it's a one of one, you know. During a week where he's just two weeks stretch where the guy can't. Yeah. Miss. I mean, I. I would imagine he's had three of his, I think, top five scoring outputs in his career. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine they've been working on this deal for quite some time. I'm pretty sure Shine said they were working on it for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it probably isn't too reliant on an individual week performance. But yes, 100. percent And but it might have just made like the it was last, four point, you know, like all right, I'll give you the last fifty. He put up forty times. <laughs> yeah, throw another fifty k on there, exactly. whatever. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, we're all humans. Yeah, out here. I mean, we're all humans. Out here. It, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, like Luca is, Luca is considered to be the arguably the yeah the, the next, next guy. guy, the best young player in the league. 
whatever other thing you want to throw on top of that. So his his rare stuff, I don't think has seen too much of a dip recently, especially the super rare stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the the big thing here is Lou, with your point about modern, this isn't going to be the last time we see this. What do you think Trevor Lawrence one on one Prism rookie auto is going to sell for? Prism is going to sell for. Or what about when Bronny has patch autos or Imani Bates? Like, there's gonna be, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about the the high end, super rare modern market now. It just that's what people want to collect. The stuff that nobody can get, and the stuff gets locked away. Stuff that gets locked away, like that. Yeah. What is it? What was the card again, Ryan? Do you know exactly what it was? It was like, was it the blockchain one? No, right. What was it? The Luca. No, it was the National Treasures rookie yeah, one. I mean, like, man. so that card's best not coming out again. As in, like, as no. in, like, that person who bought it, that card's not going to be around. So you lock that in, and then it every it go, the value goes up the minute you buy it. Yep. Again, so we always talk about it. Supply and demand will matter, right? If you got a bunch of people with a bunch of money wanting super rare Luca cards, his best ones now no longer available. Cannot have mm-hmm. it, and that's. Can't have it. It's not for sale. So very interesting. Don't let play. the man win a chip. And yeah, with Mark just, Cuban, like Mark Cuban might just buy the card. Mark Cuban's buying top just, shots. Just, just mind. Yeah, All but right, what so, if he buys the Luca? Real quick, before we transition to everyone's favorite segment, I just want to throw it out there. That Pikachu first edition Red Cheeks PSA 10 is selling at all-time high. Now, Logan had his big thing this past weekend. Last time he did it, it was kind of all the rage for our convo. We didn't really get into it. I get it. PSA grading this has been a big show. But we just passed 25th anniversary of Pokemon. I want to give some brief, quick love. I feel a Pokemon episode coming up, Lou. Talk to me. I feel great about it. I would love to. Talk to me, Lou. Nothing brings me me more happiness than Pokemon. And we haven't really delivered for the Yu-Gi-Oh, folks. I'm just putting it out I there. still have my one Yu-Gi-Oh. Working on it. Got a couple articles going on 137pm.com. We haven't gone into Star Wars, G.I. Joe. There was a great tweet this morning. We, You know what's going to be fun? Matthew LaRue, when he came on and dropped the Marvel, impacted a lot of humans' lives. And that's pretty sweet. And that's how, before we go into Play of the Week... I know Jason. I know he's going to have a couple of tricks up his sleeve in there. But I just want to give some some Pokemon love, some ulterior kind of love. Don't let us, I know they're not cards, but don't let us start talking about graded video games on here one day. Might get weird. All right. So we're going to get into Play of the Week. Again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. So Jason uh, is going to bring up our Plays of the Week this week. These are all submitted by you, the listener. Again, Tyler, Lou, and I do not see these before the show. We don't see them at all. So as soon as Jason brings them up live on the screen, which again, if you if you, if you want to watch it, YouTube drops every Wednesday. Make sure you guys check that out. But this is the first time we've seen it. So uh, first one is from, is that P-A-S-E yep. Collectibles? And it's 15 boxes of the Phoenix football factory sealed sets it says 15 sets of football 99 each 100 parallel rookies 100 parallel vets sure to go up in value sealed and cracked individually for grading all right so i 
would love to talk about this because I have 20 of these that I've purchased. They are great value-wise if you can individually move them, right? I think the Herberts do about $45. Burroughs do about $20, $25. If you're willing to put in the work, I think you can, you know, you can make the money on them individually. I will tell you, I've opened multiple sets. I have, I think, 20 sets. 25 sets and because $99 was original value on fanatics that that was the original purchase price they are not easy grades not at all they have most sets have some sort of factory print line in them um not sure you know whatever the case may be but most of the ones i've seen so far are not grade worthy but i still like the play of selling the herbert selling the burrow getting you know 65 bucks selling Tua for a couple, selling Love for a couple, selling Brady and Mahomes. I think the value is there. I think these have been slept on. I've still got most of mine sealed, but... So, so people were are buying thoughts? the sets for $99 and they're selling for 1500 No, you got 15 for oh, 1500 okay. Cool. Got it. So you got them at retail. Understood. So you can crack them, which... you open the sets, and then you gray the cards. Is that what it is? I think that's what he's saying here. What I'm saying is, is they're not hard. They're gotcha. not easy to grade. And grading isn't necessarily. Yeah, it's a little expensive right now. You know, um, I'm indifferent about the play. PSA e collectibles. You're my guy. I see what you're doing with the e collectibles thing. I think it's a move. Oklahoma State. You got a good college basketball team going on right now. Cowboys. Eh. Boise State. You'll always have that one play where he stuck the ball behind his back. Wichita State. I mean, you got my man. What was his name? Ron something with the hair. Played on the Knicks. Played for who? Ron Baker? Yeah. He was rich Wichita State, right? Yeah. And then the tech, good old Texas Rangers. You guys had that run. Made a couple of plays here and there. But this is a... This yeah, I'm super... I'm looking at graded prices right now. Right. I'm super confused. Because so like the raw... The Fanatics exclusive Joe Burrow. Right? Fire Burst. Is that what it's called? Right? So that's a $25 yeah. card. Looking at an SGC nine five and it did sixty bucks. I don't think the play on this is to to open and grade personally. I think the move on this is to open, piece them out, and put in the work on each individual set. Because I think you're going to get sixty five bucks for a Burrow and a Herbert. You're going to get ten bucks a piece for Love and two a minimum. You know that's eighty five dollars. You probably get ten for Brady, ten for Mahomes. You know you're you're even, and then you have everybody else to sell at a dollar a piece and make your money. Next. Nasir Little 101 Contenders Logo Patch Auto. Um, Ty Lu, thoughts? I le- mm. I got one of one, respect. Patch Logo, respect. On Sticker Auto, not as much respect. I have Nasir Little interest in this. Boom, see what I did there. <laughs> that, was a, that joke stinks. <laughs> That joke was terrible. Yeah, not so good. Next. <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't really do a whole lot for me. I'm not real big on the third, you know, third or fourth best player on the on the Blazers. Um, yeah, not in a world where you got Carmelo and then the two, you know, up and coming legends. Dame yeah, Dalla. I mean, if you believe in this year little, it's a super cool card. I don't believe in this year little, so it doesn't do anything for me. Not if you're a this year little collector. Great I also card. think we should do for the future, like future play of the week rules. If you're going to submit, you need to submit a reason why it's the play of the week too, so we know. 
I like that. Yeah, make a case because like it's like if there's some reason why Nasir Little sell us play, like I want to know. Yeah, respect. Like the last one said, yeah, the fiend, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to gr- crack yeah. these and grade these, right? Yeah. I don't agree with that, but uh, we appreciate the logic. Yep. Respect. All right, Jay, next one. All right, it says Donish or Whammy set. The whole set, 19 cards for $500 even. The Griffey and Trout alone go for 250 apiece raw. These are the Kaboom of MLB. Interesting. All right, you all call them the Kaboom. They seem like more of like the, uh, another thing going around on Instagram, the minis right now. Where, like, everything they Photoshop and make it, like, small. Oh, yeah. In sports. Kind of feels a little bit more like that to me. Is that? All right. Who do we got? We got the Mantle. Yeah, I mean, first of all, they have they have MLB. We kaboom, got, so you can't be the kaboom of MLB. Is that Otani? When there is. Yeah. I mean, a PSA Trout, just 10 Trout, just sold at a bids a month ago for 760 and a 9 sold for 400 And the last two raw sales were 200 and 300 For, for trout. just Trout. Yeah, I mean, what is do any of these uh, take away Mickey Mantle? Because it's a modern comic Mickey Mantle. I think Mickey Mantle. Do any of these? There's a little shimmer to them, actually. As I as I yeah, they're kind of like there. cracked eyes looking. They're kind of sweet like that. I think they're sweet. Yeah, they're cool. I would I say it's hard. To, it's I hard to say cool. they're they're the kabooms of the MLB when they have MLB kabooms. Like MLB guys have kabooms. Yeah, they're the whammies. Yeah. And like, the whammies. downtown. And- I think you got to own it. You got to be like, yo, I'm, yeah, I'm I love, a I love the whammies. If you bought this, bu- buying this for value in terms of like, uh, this is something I would have bought and to try to beat you guys with on Stump to Shop. Yeah. Like Soto does 100 oboe. Griffey does 200. Baez, 10 bucks. Bellinger, 60 bucks. Mookie bets, 35. At $500, you're, he's right. You're going to make your money. You're going to make your money back on two of the cards. Respect. I, I like Respect. it. Respect. I like to play. I do like to play. I do like to play. Does that say OSU too? I mean, hopefully that's the right it's OSU. I'd love that. No, one calls him no that. look, he's does, an Oklahoma does State basketball call fan. Ohio State OSU. Yeah, it would be lowercase T, T OSU. OSU. Yeah, <laughs> hate to see it. Uh, but respect, Jay Walls. He should change his IG name to Jay Whammy. All right, what's next, Jay? Oh boy, Harry Potter factory sealed stone sticker fifty pack box. This is from Kyle Taylor. You follow Kyle Taylor. Again. Oh, yeah, Kyle. He's Unless local. that's like someone from the family tree. Yeah, that's, that's coaching tree. Just <laughs> another one of the card collectors. Um, yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube. See, Kyle's on his game. Cincinnati-based fellow Ohio, Ohio like, brethren. Probably a big TOS. It's TOSU pretty clear like, to get in Tyler's good. He wanted to get on the show to promote his YouTube, so he had to get in Tyler's good graces. And so he's he smart. Did the, he did that. I'm a friend of I'm Yeah, a this is marketing. This is a $180 marketing play to pump his YouTube. It's a it's a brilliant <laughs> play. It's a brilliant it's you like the, it, Ty? Yeah, then let me break it down. This is the Harry Potter play because it every first off, if you're if you know Harry Potter, you know two things. You know the books and the movies. And so from a visual perspective, you either read the books and the only images are the covers and the, and the chapter art. And then the movies came out. And that's what you visualize Harry Potter, Hermione, Dumbledore as those people. The trading card game was not a thing. It wasn't popping. Pokemon was, was the anime and it was the uh, trading card game. That's how you knew the visuals. These, one, are Philosopher's Stone. You know, the whole rookie card thing. Philosopher's Stone was pre it coming to the US. It was the UK vibe. So that's OG right there. That's rookie. That's original. And then 
the images are from the first movie. So these are, if we're going to talk about Harry Potter being a thing, I make a strong case for this being the Ty, Harry what is uh, the blonde-haired kid? What's his name? Malfoy. Malfoy? Malfoy. The picture Malfoy. of Malfoy, because I'm not going to lie to you, I have been looking into this. The picture of Malfoy, he's got like his arms crossed, and he's like chilling. The mm-hmm. picture is all-time funny, and it makes me laugh every single time. It It's great. That's what, I, like... The people remember those right? that first movie. Come on! I mean, can we get that made into like some sort of like sound I can use? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, it was real when that dropped. You came through. Yeah, the, Malfoy the, the looked clouds. like a little bad, little bad, yeah. bad yeah. ass kid. Yeah, I'm Malfoy had a little Malfoy in him. All right. Yeah. So, so Ty, Ty likes to play. Big fan of the. But play. it is a long term. Right. It's a longer term play, right? Like we're not we're not making a lot of money on this immediately. Yes, no, they, they, I mean, there's not a whole, whole lot of them up. There's a couple up, but they're right around the 180 yeah. to 220 mark. Cool. All right, what's the next one? All right. Jenny oh, Finch. gosh. Jay Wall's yeah, again. Jay Wall's all up in player of the week. Hey. Five Jamie, oh, I thought it was Britney. I seriously oh. thought it was Britney Spears when I first saw it. Wait, hold up. I thought it was Britney Spears after we talked about because like from Jay, afar, you're saying that picture. people can uh, submit multiple yeah, plays listen. of the week. This is a small picture. I mean, man's out here making my, moves. My didn't change. The Why icon? did not I mean, change the a, icon? That's a huge thing. Like Jay Walls might get credit for the W here, and it's not Jay Walls. Like we're gonna have. Uh, to, we have like, to strike this from the record. To be honest with you, amends. Jenny Finch was gonna be my play of the week, but now we don't know if it's actually him, so we can't give him the W. I mean, we're in a tough spot. We're in a tough spot. I think we're going to need a unique post giving Jenny Finch love to the true owner this week. We're going to need to talk about it, Jay. interesting. All right. Do we want to make a pick while Jason tries to find the name of the actual owner? Do you like this play? I like goats. She's a legend. She's a legend. Goats matter. Yeah. It's a rare rookie review. Rookie review out of 99. They're $13. I respect it. Hazen Cards. There we go. It's Hazen Cards, so we didn't change the name, so it's Hazen Cards. Hazen underscore cards. Um, I like this play. I, I think we've talked on a much smaller scale. Obviously, softball at the same level as tennis. But, like, we're talking about goats in sports. Like, I just think that's very interesting. And, you know, $13 for a rookie is very, very good. Yeah. Respect. Great new with HGA though. <laughs> All right, which one are you going with? My, I mean, my look. I respect the whammy play. I do, but my play is Harry Potter. Harry Potter's your play. Harry Potter hasn't even begun. Harry Potter hasn't even begun. They're about to do the whole HGO HB HGO HGA is ingrained in my brain. HBO Max seven series Game of Thrones style dark. Murder for the OG adult version. For the Harry real Potter. heads. Harry Potter World's about to come back heavy. We got multiple more movies coming out from the universe. Think about Mandalorian success. And then think about the possibilities of Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go with Harry Potter as well. Um, I To me, I would personally rather buy singles than buy these boxes. 
and grade the singles. Um, but I'm into the play. So I'm picking Harry Potter as well. KTT. Let's go. KTT was a classic, by the way. KanyeTila.com. Great forum back in the day for like rap music and stuff like that. I'm not sure if you knew about that one time. Oh, yeah. Really? Great website. Respect. Nah. Great website. Shout out to all Kanye the KTT Tila. people back in the day. Respect. That's that gave me old school Lula yeah. Vayner vibes. Yeah, like super back in the day. I respect it. Um, again, for what I what I again try to preach on this, I'm gonna go with the whammy set. Respect. Just right. I, it doesn't intrigue me, right? I'm not like saying I'm gonna go collect these whammies. It's how there's you, nothing it's how for you me. Play the game. But this is how you play, right? You find something for 500. You can turn it into 650. You take 650. You turn it into 800. I'll I'll go with that route every time on this, right? He's gonna sell the Griffey and the Trout. You know, only be down 40, 50 bucks. Sell the Mantle, break even, and then you got 16 other cards to sell, even at you know 20 dollar a piece average. You make it 320 dollars. I mean, that's real money in the grand scheme of things. And I, it's it's definitely a play I'm for. So I'm for sure going with that. The Harry Potter boxes is definitely cool. Something I could see buying and sitting on forever. Like again, I, I bought three of the Marvels boxes. I think those are cool. Um, but I think that's a play for five years from now, not mm. a play for five weeks from now. And I think the Whammy play is more applicable to more people right yeah. now. Yeah, so I'm I going with the Whammy. I the respect whammy the Whammy play. I respect it. Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. We talked about this pre-show, and it's worth noting. This is a major, major release week. Prism EPL is this week. Prism Premier League Soccer. You have Upper Deck Clear Cut Hockey. You have Donner's Basketball Hobby. You have Plates and Patches Football. And then you have Pokemon Pokeball Tins. Um, And I think that is, you got some Yu-Gi-Oh! You've got uh, Onyx Nimbus Collection Baseball. So you got a couple things, but the big ones this week are going to be clear cut hockey, Donruss basketball, prism EPL soccer, and plates and patches football. So Lou, initial um, thoughts, what do you think? I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. You kind of oversold how big of a week it was release wise. Like I thought, I thought there was like major things coming. Prism EPL is definitely the biggest one. Um, Donruss basketball will be fine, I guess, but uh, I would say prism EPL. Next day, auto. Yeah. Next day, auto Lamelo. That's yeah, a big a, card. It's a big card. Um, but no, but no, because now we're a month away from prison. Like, I'm not buying Donruss. You know what I mean? For me. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. So Prism EPL, I'll be interested in. I will I don't we don't have to talk about it here, but like there might be some soccer plays in my near future. So we'll see. Interesting. We'll leave that for a future episode we'll of see. Card Talk Live. Plates and patches is cool too, right? All right. Yeah, for yeah, Plates and Patches is cool. It's a quick rip. You get a one-on-one per box. Got some cool patch autos. Nice looking stuff. That'll Easy break product. Um, Donner's Basketball will be super popular with the next days. Some of the cool inserts they've gotten there. I know they're bringing Marvels back. That will obviously be super popular again. Um, and then I'm ju- we're just now getting the limited football because that was delayed with the ice storms in Texas. So that's also on our release calendar this week for us in shop just because so much of it got delayed with the with, uh the ice storm in texas and then the distributor being closed in nashville um so we've got that coming in so multiple football products for us this week a big soccer product you got hockey you got basketball just each sport there's not many weeks where you get something from each sport yeah. and i think that's important what about revolution um, revolution on the so, cardboard uh, yeah. connection website is it not this week uh no they got pushed back revolution's to a big one so 
Yeah, Revolution will be cool. I know that they're not doing on-card autographs this year because they couldn't do their rookie premiere, so those are going to be stickers. But you're still going to have the Galactics, and again, just a popular set long-term. That's Chase. Again, we go back to it. Lamelo's dropping 30 pieces. What is Lamelo Galactic going to do? It's going to be popular. Second year Zion Didn't Galactic, you get be one, of the, one of the uh, last season on some of the shop, the, the hero you did came out of Revolutions, right? Yeah, the red uh, ice yeah, that. from Chinese Revolution. Uh, one yeah, card that's a big card. 14. They're numbered to their jersey. Yeah, numbers. I think Revolution might be under. Yeah, that was pretty cool. In my personal brain. Hard to grade too. So, low pops and that stuff. All right, guys, that is all we got for this week's episode. We'll see you guys next week. Two weeks at Dallas. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.